Hello folks, welcome to the Nerd One Podcast. I am your host, Vincent. In today's show, we're talking One Vision, Episode 9, the series finale. So sit down, buckle up, we're gonna nerd out. You are now entering the spoiler zone. That's right. Um, so we are going to basically divulge episode nine, full of spoilers. So if you're if you haven't seen it yet and you still want to see it and not be spoiled. <laughs> You're in the wrong podcast right now. But if you're here, you've seen it, you want to know my thoughts, like you always do, um, welcome. So here we go. So just right off the bat, you could tell that this episode took most of the series' budget. Just everything they did, everything that went on, you could tell, like, this is where the money really went. And... It really felt like a true Marvel movie ending, just the way it went down. Because you had, you know, the battle between the Visions. You had the battle between, you know, Agnes and Wanda. You had the boys showing off what they could do. And it really felt like, for me, it came together. And it's weird to say that. Even though the the show itself was about 45 to 50 minutes, it felt really long to me. And each time I watched it, it felt the same length. So, I'm not sure if everyone else felt that way, but it felt like a longer episode to me. Like at least a good hour, hour and a half. Maybe because they crammed so much into so little time. Um, but I love how... You could feel the sense of, sense of desperation going on throughout this entire episode. You know, going from Agnes having the boys, you know, I'm not sure what you call that. Basically, she had them kind of gripped with magic around their necks. And then Agnes just really beating into Wanda that she's torturing the people of this town. And then as Agnes is really letting, you know, cutting the strings, as she put it, you know, to the townspeople, how they're just pleading with Wanda of, well, do whatever you want. Just, you know, let me see my kid. Tell my husband not to come back. Or, like, even one saying, if you won't let us go, just let us die. And then, how just really, the whole sense of, like, all the emotion going on was really you know, deep in this episode. I mean, even to the point where, you know, when the, when the fight really became to this climax between, you know, Wanda and Agnes, where you could see, you could tell that Agnes was winning. Like she was just, you know, everything Wanda could do was just empowering Agnes more. And to the point where you kind of saw what happened, but how it just it had that feeling of like shit's going down and how is this going to work out 
but when it does work out, it's it's a smart move. It's not one of those, oh, well, here's how they did it. For me, it's, it felt smart because, you know, when Agnes explains to Wanda how whoever cast the runes is the only one who can use power. So since it was Wanda's, you know, hex, it was her doing, and she cast her runes, how she was able to, you know, depower Agnes, just felt smart. Like she's always learning, you know, always trying to evolve what she can do. And since she kind of sucked, you know, Agnes dry, or supposedly sucked her dry of her powers, you know, she kind of learned that from Agnes too, of how to drain, you know, other witches of their power. And I love the costume that Wanda made for herself when she did that, when she kind of became full Scarlet Witch. And I've seen a lot of people online really give their, you know, comparison to, you know, the Magneto costume from the more recent X-Men movies, uh, the one that Michael Fassbender wore in Age of Apocalypse, and I think he also wore it in um, Dark Phoenix, which we'll talk about that later. One thing I was really hoping they would do, and apparently they tried, was to bring in Doctor Strange to this. Just because we know that um, Scarlet Witch will be in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. And from, from what I read, Benedict Cumberbatch did film some stuff for the series finale episode. But apparently through reshoots, uh, rewritings, you know, they had reworkers, reworkers character. He was unavailable to, you know, redo some scenes. And so they ultimately made the decision to just, you know, cut it out. And maybe they'll use that footage for the movie. Who knows? Um, kind of a letdown for Quicksilver. I mean, I had my reservations that he wasn't the true Quicksilver and I was right I was right but I wanted to be wrong I wanted to be like one of those like everyone thought hey this is Peter from the you know X-Men you know Marvel movies he just made the leap over but for me that was just too simple I wanted to be right I, I didn't want to be right but I guess I am also I love how Jimmy Woo came back in this episode. He just came back like a badass and he took charge and he just really made it, made his time work for him in this episode. I really hope he gets more work inside the MCU that he's almost like a Nick Fury character where he kind of pops up in every you know movie or so. Um, oh, also love the nod to Wizard of Oz. When Wanda throws that car at Agnes and she walks over to the house, you see the pair of boots. Yeah, Wizard of Oz. Love, love that little part right there. And also, I really enjoyed um, the post-credit scenes. Because, yeah, the first one was a good nod to either... I mean, it could be either two different things. <clears throat> or it could be both. Um, it could be when they're pointing to the sky saying, you know, they need you up there. Either they're pointing, saying that Fury needs your help for something. Which, I mean, he's getting his own series, which is kind of based on Secret Invasion, so maybe? 
but I have a feeling more likely it's going to go towards Captain Marvel 2, which I believe starts filming pretty soon. Hopefully filming soon with Kovaso going on. We'll see. Um, but the bigger you know, post-credits scene was the one where it shows Wanda, she's in the woods, and looks like she's kind of taking time off, taking a breather, trying to figure things out. But as the camera kind of veers around the cabin she's in, you see that um, her astral form is projected. And she's learning. Uh, someone actually posted a picture online of this. And it was something that I don't think they meant to show. Well, not, not the person posted the picture. But there are certain things around the book that she's reading that it almost looks like worlds. They're spheres. So I'm wondering if she's actually... As she's learning, she's looking through different worlds to find her kids, because as we all know, if you're still listening to this, you should know, her kids are crying out for her. If it's really her kids, or if it's more someone trying to lure her to a trap, who knows? But I guess we'll, fi we'll find out in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. And I really think that this will probably be the only season for WandaVision. I I don't really think that they'll, you know, bring back a second season. But one fun, fun part was the fight between the Visions. I mean, wasn't that badass? I mean, you had Hex Vision, you had White Vision, just going at it. And to be honest, I think this this fight was the best acting that Paul Bettany has done for the entire series. Because I understand that Hex Vision was supposed to be more, more human than humanoid. But with this fight between him and White Vision, it was really just, I don't know. He was more Vision than we've ever seen him in the entire, entire series. It was like the Vision we knew from Civil War, from Endgame, Endgame sorry, Infinity War, and also from just Age of Ultron. But, hey, but now we have real vision back out there. He just needs a paint job and he's good to go. But folks, that's all I got for this time. So once again, I am Vincent. This is a Nerd1 Podcast. Come find us on social media. We're still doing Twitter, Nerd15. Facebook, Instagram, Nerd1 Podcast. Our website is podpage.com forward slash Nerd1. But until next time, stay safe out there, wash your hands, stay clean, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.